Two brothers when united form the Star Wars Majors with the power to review Star Wars movies and basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of the dark side with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. I'm Eli Hollingsworth, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Jake Hollingsworth. Hello, everybody. And no, I can't say anything Marvel-related because we're in Star Wars. And so, I can't really... Well, speaking of that, I don't really have any um, Star Wars news to go over, other than there's been a bunch of Mandalorian tra- Season 2 teasers dropping. Yeah, just like little TV spots. But it's mostly just stuff we've already seen. Yeah, most of it, mostly. I think they said I like some game coming up. Um, I think they said there's gonna be some exclusive footage. In a in a game? Yeah, like like a tr- little TV, like a like a little trailer showing new ex- new exclusive footage. Huh. Well, like we should just move on to our uh, main. T- uh, we don't have any other news, do we? Uh, no, not really. Okay, then let's move on to our main topic, which is our top five favorite Star Wars characters. Because, um, as you know, there are so many characters of Star Wars and so many um, characters of Star Wars. I don't know what else I was going for, but yes, there there are a lot, and they're all. Most of them are are good. Some of them are not as good. Um, and we'll just share with you our top five, which I'm still pondering right now. What are my top? F- I know my top three. Those are cemented in stone, but I do not know <laughs> four and five. I'm still yeah, struggling. I'm still struggling with those. I've been like tossing around a lot of different characters. Then I'll think of another one that I really like, and it's just so hard because there's so many good characters out there. You go first, Jake. No, how about you go first, Eli? Because you know. Just kidding. Um, ooh. Having, I'm having trouble with my four and five too. Uh, hmm. Actually, no. Yes, my number five would probably have to be Darth Vader. Darth. Really? Yeah. You got a problem with? You got a problem with that, Master Jedi? <laughs> um, yeah, because because like Darth Vader is just awesome and amazing, even though he's just he comes off even though he's just basically. A doofus got tricked. Um, no, it's no. He's just a great character overall because, of course, he's the best Sith out there. I know some people would say no, Darth Maul. I'm just kidding. Now, although Darth Maul is amazing, I would actually say um, no. Um, Darth Vader is de- definitely ten times better. So yeah, that's why. I, and I also just like Jim Drill Jones's voice as Darth Vader. So yeah, that's what I. That's basically what I would say. Uh, well, yeah, James Earl Jones is like a legend, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, perfect voice to Darth Vader. But, um, yeah, my my number five. I don't know, dude. It's so hard. I I yeah, I know. I might say Darth Vader. I was thinking. I'm saying Darth Vader. 
um, because Darth Vader is really cool and really awesome. But I don't know, I also really like Grand Admiral Thrawn and, um, there's too many! Um, yeah. I might. Yeah, I might say. You know, I'll just pick both. Yeah, it's Darth Vader and Grand Admiral Thrawn, because they're tied. There. Really? Yeah, can't pick one. They're just both too good. Because Grand Admiral Thrawn, um,. When I when we Jake and I saw him in Star Wars Rebels, Rebels, we didn't really like him that much. We were like, because <laughs> they kept finding the dumbest excuses to keep him out there and alive. Like the Rebels would could easily have caught him. Like I can't name an example off the top of my head, because um, I haven't watched the show in a while. They could have shot him. They could have they could have like defeated him somehow in a lot of different circumstances. But it it'd just be the dumbest excuse to have him get away. And so that's why Jake and I did. Like, ah, oh, they're just trying to keep him alive. Um, but just recently, I started reading the Thrawn book, um, Thrawn book series, and I have really, I really like it now because the, if you read the books, he's a, he, they explore a lot more of him. It's a, it's just better. Than, I don't think Rebels did him complete justice, but I think they did the best they could do. So. You probably have to watch it again to see. Yeah. Watch it with a new perspective, but yeah, and then Darth Vader, just like one of the coolest villains in history, like he's just so awesome. Yeah, and like they're just, and then James Earl Jones, and then just the guy, I forget the guy they they um, got to play Darth Vader's like movements, um, because 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 if you guys didn't know, James Earl Jones was not walking around in a Darth Vader costume. It was some other guy, I forget the name, he was like a bodybuilder, because I wanted him to be like really strong and muscular, and then James Earl Jones would just voice over his performance. So, um, he also did a really good job doing Darth Vader's like body, and uh, yeah, he's like Darth Vader is just easy, and then that whole I am your father scene is just so good. Um, so Darth Vader is one of the best villains in Hollywood history. All right, my number four is Baby, 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 Baby Yoda. Wait, baby Yoda's so- number four for you? Yeah. Why? Why else? Where else would he be? No, at the bottom. I'm just kidding. No, I would never put Baby Yoda at the bottom because Baby Yoda is just the best, and I know a lot of people would agree. I know that somebody would, would think it should be called the Baby Yoda Show, <laughs> although I don't. Although I don't argue with that name. I think it's it's more centered around Mando with Baby Yoda, but Baby Yoda usually steals every scene that he's in because he's Baby 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 Yoda, or the Child. Because for some reason that's his actual name yeah. in the Star Wars lore is the Child, but everyone's just nicknamed him Baby Yoda. Yeah, and Disney... Disney's trying to convince everyone that it's the Child, but no one listens. Yeah, Disney is refusing to call him Baby Yoda. I'm like, just call him Baby Yoda, Disney. Just call him Baby Yoda. Like, everyone's calling him Baby Yoda. You're, and you're just like, no, it's the child. Like, every piece of merchandise, the child, the child, the child, the child. I'm like, Disney, you just gotta give in at some point, because nobody's gonna call him the child. He's just Baby Yoda now. It's been cemented in history. It will be on his gravestone. Baby also, when season two starts up, 
I'm gonna be. I'm waiting for those memes to start again. Ugh, those those got annoying after a while. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe Yoda's. Yeah, when season two starts up, maybe Yoda's reign will be back. It's like me and my chicky nuggies. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> I like those. those okay, that was maybe funny the first mm, 50 times, but once you get to 51, then it's not funny anymore. Alright, who's your number four? Because I've already got three reasons why. Who's my number four? Well, let's think about that. My number four... No, I just had it. Oh, yes, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really? Yes. Oh, who we um, depicted on as a la on the last podcast, we decided that he is Mr. Goody Two-Shoes because yeah. he has no weaknesses in terms of the dark side. But, but I have I have figured out his weakness. If they shaved his beard, then he turned to the dark side. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did discover that. That maybe if his, if his beard ever got shaved, he turned to the dark side. Yeah, because he, because his beard. Anyway, um, yeah, Obi Wan. He's just like, he's just the best. Like, I don't know. There's not much to say there. He's just so, he, yeah. He's goody two shoes. He doesn't really do anything wrong ever in Star Wars, as yeah. far as we know, anyway. Um, in the movies. So, well, I think he he does some stuff in Clone Wars, and then he is even better in Clone Wars, um, the Star Wars TV show as well. He's really really good. He's just one of the best characters in Star Wars. He's just, you he, he just can't really deny. Yeah, it's kind of true. And then he makes the sacrifice in A New Hope, which when people went to see New Hope, didn't really care. They were just like, oh, that old dude guy, that old dude guy, that old dude guy. And then um, once you watch the prequels and Ewan McGregor's amazing performance, then you understand what Obi-Wan means to the world. Uh, and they're coming out with a new Kenobi show, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They start shooting soon. Is that even one. happening? <laughs> yes, it is. They've been talking about it for like five years. It was supposed to be a movie, then now it's turned into a show. Oh, because they canceled the Star Wars stories, didn't they? No, I think those are putting put, me putting the question after the solos. Um, flop or bomb. Because Disney was going full speed with the, so, with the Star Wars stories. Rogue One, it's Star Wars story two years later. Solo, a Star Wars story. And then I bet you they were going to do Kenobi, a Star Wars story. Well, there was, they were planning to do another one uh, this year, 2020, but they but after Solo, that never happened, and we don't know what it would have been. My guess is it would have been a Lando movie, but now that's being turned into a show. There hasn't been anything Star Wars this year. With Donald Glover. Well, there is going to be something Star Wars this year. Or like a movie. Yeah. Movies the movies aren't going to come back for a while. But anyway, what's your number three favorite Star Wars character? Have you said, you haven't said your number three. No, well, neither. Oh, oh, said, right. I just said my number My number three, this one may shock some, this one may shock some people. But my number three is R2-D2. Yeah, Jake loves R2-D2. He's, I feel like I keep going like that the whole episode. I ate some eggs, and that taste always stays in my mouth. It's super annoying. Yeah, I I don't know about I don't know about um, half the people on this planet Earth, but I love R2. R2 is the best droid. The only thing only droid that rivals him is BB-8. Although BB-8 is amazing, um, R2 is just ten oh, is just ten times better because he's R2, and I don't think anyone would, would question why. Because, and also, if you guys do question me, let me know in the reviews. And also, write a review, because we did get one, and it was actually, I actually really liked it. So guys, if you guys, so guys, don't be afraid to write a review. Um, <laughs> but yeah, RTC is just the best, and because, um, that's why, 
that was one of my biggest problems with the sequel trilogy, um, is that R2-D2 got so cut down in role, because in the prequels, he was he had to he had a really big part. In the original trilogy, he had a really big part as well. And then sequel trilogy, they like sidelined him. And I, I remember being so upset with that, because like Force Awakens, he was shut down for most of the movie. And I was thinking, oh yeah, last Jedi, we could get something more. Nope, he was barely in it. And then um, Rise of Skywalker, I was like, okay, maybe we could get something more with him. Nope, he was barely in it as well. So yeah, that was my well, that was one of my disappointments with the sequel trilogy was RTG not getting a big enough role. But still, I love that. I love that little droid, and he is the best. Now it's your number three. Uh, my number three is probably Yoda. I don't know. I just always liked Yoda. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't understand why people didn't like him having a lightsaber. Well, that's just because people are like that with anything relating to the prequels. People just don't like the prequels. Yeah, that. Like if it's in the much. prequels, then it didn't happen. If it's in the prequels, apparently, if it's in the prequels, they don't like it. Are you kidding? Like that's that's, that's kind of dumb. I know. Yeah, just... Oh, it, it, Qui-Gon Jinn, he didn't really exist. He was in the prequels. No, like, half the people were just, like, about, yo, having a lightsaber. Yeah, he has a lightsaber. But the other half were, like, most things with the prequels were just, like, dissing it, going, no, this is terrible. It, that made, was like, it made total sense to me. I yeah, mean, he's I, a Jedi. What do you? When is he gonna hit? Quite. Oh my gosh, is he gonna hit Count Dooku with his cane? Like, stop that! You must. Like, no. He's gonna. He's just gonna. No. That's that's a terrible idea. And what, then what, what, what else would the what? Did you use the force? Okay. And then when Yoda beats Count, and if Yoda were to ever beat a Sith, he would go, ah, waka waka. <laughs> just kidding. Wait, wait. The exact same voice. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'll give. Also, guys, ten dollars if you know. If you know. If you get that little joke. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah, Yoda's just like. Um. I. I do like prequel Yoda better than. Um. Original trilogy Yoda, because Yoda's kind of lost his mind in the original trilogy. Yeah, I've always thought but that. But he's still like really wise and stuff. He's still he's still wise in the original trilogy. So he's not like he's not like. Well, of course, he's my third favorite Star Wars character. So, I've, um, yeah, and, the, and this, I just love just the character of Yoda. Just seeing him from like this Grandmaster Yoda, and then after he realizes he failed in Attack of the Clones, he just goes in, into hiding. And and then that's where we meet him in episode five. So. Yeah. Yoda's just one of those faces of Star Wars, mostly because Disney merchandises are just all over Yoda, and especially his baby counterpart. Yep. Now, so Yoda is is one of the faces of Star Wars. I say the three most marketed things in Star Wars are R two D two, stormtroopers, Darth oh. Vader, and R two D two. Like those three things you see, you can buy merchandise like in every single store for Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, or R2-D2, or all three at the same time. It's just crazy. Yeah. Because Stormtroopers are so marketable, and so is mm. Darth Vader. So. so, what's your number two? My number two, my, my number one and my number two, I've debated with for the longest time. Although some one of them may shock some, may surprise some people. I wouldn't say shock, but surprise. But um, my number two, I think I finally made the decision. Wait, 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 wait. I was just, I was just thinking, and actually, Yoda and Luke Skywalker are tied for me because I just realized that Luke Skywalker is not in my top five favorite Star Wars characters, and he's one of the best. Um, so I don't like what they, I don't really like what Ryan Johnson did with him in Last Jedi. But, um, 
because that's just not Luke Skywalker. That's not the Luke Skywalker I know, but I'll get into that in The Last Jedi, but yes, Luke Skywalker, one of the best Star Wars characters, at least in the original trilogy, and he's tied with Yoda for me, so. Okay, so, as I was saying, um, um, oh, sorry, I was lost my train of thought. As, now, as I've been saying, the, my number two, I've been debating with for a, I was, my number, my top, my number two, okay, my top two, I've debated with for the longest time, and I think I finally made the decision, and I think my number two is Mace Windu, because Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that's not the only reason, but that's one, that's one of them. That's one of the reasons, because I've always really enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson whenever I, Whenever I watch a movie with him in it, um, usually I, I really enjoy watching him on screen because he's because Samuel L. Jackson is just awesome. I love Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and also because I've always really enjoyed Mace Windu as a character, and I've always I always like getting to see him. And like the Phantom Menace, he was just one of, he was just sitting there, and Attack of the Clones, we actually get to see him get in on the action. The same thing with Revenge, well, Revenge of the Sith, he die, which I was so mad out, mad out, mad at. But um, yeah. I always and one of the reasons I like him is that he's different. He's different from most of the other Jedi because he has a purple lightsaber, and like because that's like the only that's like I think that's he's the only one who wields a purple lightsaber. I don't think anybody else has. I mean, maybe there has been, but I don't know. And then like um, also, I still I hope that those rumors are true that they are making a Disney Plus Mace Windu show following Sam with Samuel L. Jackson in the. In the starring role, I hope that, that I hope that those rumors come to fruition, but we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe sometime soon they'll announce it. But then, yes, that's why. But also, but anyway, yes, that's why I super enjoy Mace Windu as a character. Um, my number two is Baby Yoda because um, he is probably the cutest Star Wars character in history. And you just gotta love Baby Yoda. Like if you don't love Baby Yoda, then you're breaking the law. Um, he's, That's kind of true. Like all the Star Wars fans will come after you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Baby Yoda is just probably one of the best things about the Mandalorian show. Um, I'm. It's also he's not because he's not just there just to be this cute little hey, hey baby. Um, he's also like also there's some mystery surrounding what is Baby Yoda, you know. Um, I heard a rumor that he's Emperor Palpatine in, a theory. in disguise. Um, like that's Emperor Palpatine housing that body and then that's how he comes back in the Rise of Skywalker. They uh, wouldn't do that. I don't think they would do that. It makes sense though, kind of. So, um, I don't know how people would respond to that. Well, it'd give him a nice, it'd give Baby Yoda some nice um, story purposes and actually like real twists instead of just being there just to be cute so i would i would be on board with that i don't know if, yeah actually yeah people would people would probably get mad but i would be for it um and there, but there are, is still some mystery surrounding like what is baby yoda um he could just be just one of yoda's species that which would really disappoint me but i really do hope that there is something more to him besides just um, he's just an uh, enemy sorcerer. Um, yeah, I would, I would really hope that uh, they would do that. And um, yeah, he's just, he's just probably the cutest character in all of Star Wars. So you just gotta love Baby Yoda. And if you don't, then you're shame on you. Shame on you.
go. Uh, Alright, so. Um, I know what your number one is. Yep. It's, I, well, anyone that knows me, number one is now, without question. Uh, and that, and that go, yes, number one for me, na- well, at least now it is official. My, I make, I think I may, depending on what mood I'm in, I might go back and forth between my t- number one and my number two. Um, but my number one for as of this moment, without question, is Han Solo, because Han Solo. Who is your number two again? Mace Windu. Oh yeah, Mace Windu. Of course. Um, because you, you guys sometimes you'll think that Mace Windu is better than Han Solo. Depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. It's, hmm. Yeah, it's switched the two, the two top two switches. Um, <laughs> but yes, Han Solo. One of the reasons is like I just mentioned because I love Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is amazing as Han Solo, and I did enjoy what Alden Einrich brought to the table. I thought he did a really good job with what he was given, but still. You can't be Harrison Ford though, and I get and I get that he wasn't trying to be Harrison Ford, which I appreciated. I, I appreciated that he wasn't trying to be a carbon copy. Well, he just I'm, I was appreciating that he wasn't trying to be 21st century Harrison Ford, which was smart that they didn't want to do a, that they wanted to do Han justice. And but yes, but still anyway, Han Solo I've always enjoyed as like kind of the rogue character, kind of a loose cannon, rough around the edges. I'm always really attracted to those kinds of characters, and I find them the most interesting types of characters. And that's, and that's one reason why I'm attracted to him. And also, I think that he's the most stylish out of the, uh, all the Star Wars characters because of the black vest, because I love that black vest. It just looks amazing. And yeah, and also, and also the Millennium Falcon is awesome, and he gets to fight with it. And then yeah, that's also... And that's just why, it also, and yes, that's for my re- main reason for loving Han Solo. But like I said, I may go back and forth depending on what mood I'm in. But as of right now, Han Solo is number one for me. Alright. Uh, my number one favorite Star Wars character is Boba Fett. And merely because, um, ever since I was a little, a little youngin', um, I just always thought, That guy's super cool! And I just have always loved Boba Fett. I don't know what it is. He's just cool and it's interesting because he's a clone, which is also kind of weird. But um, still, like in in this movie that we're about to talk about today, he is introduced as a clone of Jango Fett. That Jango Fett asked for to kind of be his son, even though they were just like he wants an unauthorized clone. Interesting, isn't it? We all know what he wanted for, because he wanted a son, and he didn't want to marry someone and then do that. Which yeah. Is, um, I don't know why he didn't... Anyway, um, he... Yeah, he just... He... Boba Fett's just always been my favorite, and... Um, I am a little disappointed, because The Mandalorian was supposed to be a Boba Fett show. I think it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. But then they canceled it in favor of The Mandalorian. Yeah. I am a little disappointed about that, but I am very happy with the Mandalorian. So, um, oh yeah, uh, it's it, I, the Mandalorian did such a good job that I'm kind of I'm willing to forgive it. But Boba Fett is going to be in season two. So, oh yeah, uh, that's right, he is. And fun fact about Boba Fett: the guy who got cast as Boba Fett in episode six, um, the, five. Was it in episode five? No, I said I. I think it was a different person in episode six, maybe. I don't know. I think maybe it was episode five. 
forget which one it is. But the person who got cast as Boba Fett, the only reason he got cast was because he was the only person who could fit in the costume. Nobody else could fit in the Boba Fett costume. And they tried him, and he fit in it, and they just immediately were like, you got the job. Mm. No, he, he might not have even had any acting skill. He might not have even been that good. But just because they, he fit the costume, they were like, you got the part. You're, you, you got the part. So... Uh, that's funny. I just think that I can again. I keep smacking my lips. So annoying. I, I, I try not to do that, but I, again, I had some eggs. It's really annoying. It's taking a toll on my mouth. But um, yeah, Boba Fett is easily one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Just kind of, I guess, from nostalgia. Um, he, he doesn't really get much in the movies, but if you watch it but if you like know the lore he's a, he gets a lot more interesting so yeah those are our top five favorite star wars characters if you want. yeah if you think differently then too bad <laughs> and now you guys know what time it is right it's time for the sponsorship all right we're back do not say a word about the sponsorship I love sponsorships. Uh, yeah, seen no. <laughs> All right, um, our movie, our M O T W is the Phantom Menace. No, Phantom Menace. It's the. It's okay, Jake. Jake, it's attack. Calm down. Attack of the clones. Yes. And the clones will be attacking Mr. Eli. Do you know why? Because you don't like this movie. Well, let's not start this again. <laughs> All right, now that will be dropped now. But anyway, now let's move on. To now, yes, because we are, because we are now going to talk about our movie, Attack of the Clones, as we've already said. And um, I, the reason I was confused is because usually I'm the one doing the behind-the-scenes nugget, but now Eli's doing it. So Eli, why don't you share the behind-the-scenes nugget that you have for us? Even though this movie you do, you actively don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like, like this movie that that much. I think a lot of people agree with me. But our behind-the-scenes nugget is that there was not a single clone trooper hel- or costume made for the movie. Every clone trooper that you see is either completely CG or somebody in a motion capture suit. Now, the people in a motion capture suit would either wear like a helmet or boots, but not a full costume, just a, mo- a mocap suit. So then... Um, which yeah, I mean, I can kind of tell um, that I couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. So like, the, so like, let me get this straight. The clone troopers in like full white armor had motion capture suits, right? Every clone trooper had motion. Capture. Like in the armor. Well, some had motion capture suits, but I think when you saw like the giant armies of people, that was probably CG. that was CG. Yeah. And like the Django f- and like the Tamiria Morrison face and everybody, that was definitely CG. Yeah, that wasn't fake. Obviously. It wasn't that- like it wasn't like him, like doing acting as every individual clone trooper, and then they just put them all together. That's what they do had to do in the live action line. People walking around in like blue fully suits, and then they CG a bunch of Will Smiths in. Yeah, <laughs> it's because so- the last thing we need is another is a bunch of Will Sm- is an army of Will Smiths. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't mean that. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't mean that we don't. That the last thing yeah. we need okay. is an army of Will Smiths. Sorry, I don't mean that. That was a joke. Okay. Well. Sorry. Well, we're getting off topic, but yeah, I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, again, yeah, I can kind of I can kind of tell, like especially that one that's talking to Master Yoda. 
Um, really? Yeah, I, I could definitely tell. Are you sure? I can yeah. tell. Um, but regardless, I think the special effects in this one have definitely improved from The Phantom Menace. Yes. Cause and, George George Lucas, and George Lucas went over. He was like, like, like there's so many special effects in this movie. Yeah, I know, right? It's like so many special effects. Like, like so many green screens or blue screens. So many just visual effects, special effects. It's he, no practical he, effects. He, he, yeah, not very many practical effects. He just went over the top of the stuff. I'm just like, yeah, it's Joe Lucas. You can take it down a little it bit. It seems like they never really go outside. At Solo, they went outside. Yeah. And we, when we make our movies, we go outside. That's how a movie should be made, is outside. Not in a green screen. Well, unless you're, like, doing an alien planet, then... Yes, that has to be. Maybe you should do a green screen, but... Or, or no, visual effects or something. But you should at least build a practical set. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you can. If you're... If you can't, that's fine. But, but also, I have always liked this movie. I have a soft spot for this one. Even though, yeah, I do admit some of it doesn't hold up as well in today's standards. But I have a soft spot for this one because I would watch this one all the time. You're like, no joke. I, I, I still like this movie to this day. I, I, don't, I can understand people's complaint with it and critiques and... Uh, well, critiques is an understatement. But yeah, I can understand where people are coming from. But I've always been a defender of this movie. That's one of my Star Wars hot takes, which should be a future podcast. Not the next episode, but at some point in the future. We will have a Star Wars Unpopular Opinions episode, yeah. but, which should be fun. But um, yeah, I've always been a defender of this movie in secret. I've never put it out there. But yes, I'm now putting it out there. Now, I've always liked Attack of the Clones, and I prefer it to Phantom Menace. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, but there's a bunch of reasons for that, because I thought the story was a lot better than Phantom Menace. We didn't spend over 30 minutes on Tatooine. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. You thought the story was a lot better? Yeah. Wow. Of like the it's like more misty it's more mysterious than what Phantom Menace did. It's like more mysterious and clouded in mystery of like what was going on in the clone army. And also I I just like this movie because the clones are in this one and I like the clones a lot. The clones are amazing. And also I prefer nope, I'm gonna save that for another one. But yes. I'll, I'll say that what I was about to say, I'll save that for a later episode. But yes, I've I, yeah, I agree. I think this story is better than Phantom Menace. I can't believe that. I know. And also, another reason is because Jar Jar is reduced in his role, which I was like, thank you. They should have killed him off, but they didn't because they're just mean. <laughs> and they're like torturing the Star fans like, hey, here's Jar Jar Binks. And the Star Wars fans are just like, no, get him out of here. <laughs> and then like, of course, um, and of course, um, Obi-Wan. Okay, and here's the thing. And here's the thing that I can make fun of here, you guys. I know that a lot of you guys make fun of a lot more scenes than I do, but here's one that I can make fun of. I've always made fun of this part. How you have Obi-Wan on this daring, dangerous mission on Kamino, near death, over a bunch of water, running around on rooftops and, like, landing platforms. And then we have Anakin and Padme frolicking in a, in a meadow, like, field area. <laughs> And then, like, they're also having cringy dialogue, also. 
which um, yeah, we'll get into yeah, after. I'll that. share that when I. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll share that when I'm, when I'm done. But yeah, I've always I just think it's funny because like if you think about it, Obi-Wan's on this daring adventure, and then Anakin and Padme are either frolicking or just <laughs> or um, just having cringy dialogue to each other, which was not really good. And also, I I also I'm in the group as I mentioned earlier. I'm in the group who thinks that Yoda should have a lightsaber because otherwise that would just be dumb. And he would just be the weakest, he would just be the most easiest to kill Jedi in the, in the history of Jedi if he didn't have a lightsaber. But I know some people might disagree with me, but that's what I think. That's what I stand on that. And of course we get young, and also we get Boba Fett's introduction, who um, also, which by, which by the way, the, the kid who played Boba Fett in this movie actually returned to voice Boba Fett, young Boba Fett, in the Clone Wars TV show. And, and you guys can obviously tell that his voice matured. <laughs> And then, and like, like, if you think about it, you, Boba's basically like, like, like a bad kid. He's always like, <laughs> die. But that's the like, thing. No, again, he's just, he's just like, get him, dad, get him. Come on, dad. Yeah, you can do it, dad. Let's go, dad. And then he, when he dies, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm like, <laughs> um, your dad isn't as great as you make him out to be. You're like, he's like, dad, go get him, dad. Yeah, let's get him. Go, go, go. And then he dies. And he's just, yeah, that's kind of true. And also, of course, I and also I really enjoy Christopher Lee. Also, I think I think Christopher Lee's really good, R.I.P. But still, Christopher Lee, when he was on screen in this one, I thought was really good, and I thought I thought that he did a really amazing job with what he was given. And I've always liked him as Count Dooku. I've always thought he's really good. And then, of course, we have Goody Two Shoes Obi Wan not turning to the dark side because he's a stubborn Obi Wan. I feel bad for Count Dooku because he's just like trying to get him to join him. But, oh, but you know, Obi-Wan, Mr. Goodie T-Shoes is not doing that because he's Obi-Wan. And also, and I feel like I don't have much to say on this one. I know Eli has some things to say. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be Guardians of the Galaxy 2 all over again. But we'll see. We'll just wait and see. But overall, I like this movie. I'm on the light side. But to everyone who doesn't like... In my, in, from my perspective, I'm on the light side for this movie. But to everyone else's perspective, I'm on the dark side for thinking that it's good. That's on that's everyone else's perspective. So you guys have to hear my take on it. I like this movie. Yeah, some stuff isn't as good. It doesn't hold up as well to today's standards. But I do get enjoy a lot, and I do enjoy a lot of elements in this movie. So that's where I stand on it. Eli, go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I definitely do not like this movie as much as Jake does, and that's mainly because the main storyline that we're focusing on is the romance between Anakin and Padme. And that romance has zero chemistry. And it delivers some of the cringiest dialogue I have ever seen. And these are literally words that come out of Anakin's mouth. You are in my very soul, tormenting me. He's saying that to the woman that he supposedly, quote, loves. What? Anakin is a creeper in this movie. Everything he says to Padme is either really weird or really just sappy and cringy. Like, it's just, like, what were they going for with this romance? Like, Padme, get away from that dude. He's like, I love you. And when I'm not with you, I'm in pain. But when you are with me, I'm in agony. I'm like... Excuse me? Excuse me? It, it's just so... 
I, I just don't even. I just don't even get it. I, I, it's just the the romance doesn't have any chemistry. Like I don't see why they're in love. It's just it's just it's just not even. Just, I, I can't even. It, it's just the dialogue is so cringy. And then you know Anakin. I I, I don't even want to fully blame Hayden Christensen because I just feel so bad. Like, I know, I feel bad for him. Like too. it's kind of, it's kind of like he just got betrayed. Cause like, of course, a Star Wars movie. Anyone who's anyone wants to be in a Star Wars movie. Like, like, and if, if you were offered to be in a Star Wars movie, of course you'd be like, yes, of course. And then it, it flopped, and his career was crushed by Star Wars. Well, of then all again, things. he had, he didn't, he hasn't had the best career in the first place. He has had very little. He has had no hits. And Star Wars gave him no help, which is really sad. Yeah, so like, I don't even want to fully blame him. I think it was more just the writing. Anakin is just, there. He's, he's trying to turn to the dark. Like everything, Obi-Wan's like, Anakin, we're gonna wait out here and wait for Padme to get assassinated, and then we're gonna come in and kill the assassinator. That sounds like- And Anakin's like, why? Why do we have to do that, Master? He's like, because it's what the council said. Like, the count. Why did the council say that, huh? Is the council trying to trying to question my power? I'm like, mm, Anakin questions everything. Like, just do what you're told, man. Sheesh. You kind of he okay. When you talk about Obi Wan, you kind of sound like um Qui Gon Jinn a little bit. Okay. And also, here's my. And also, I have one thing to add to you. You talk more about Anakin about the cringy about the cringy romance that that, that him and Anakin and Padme have. You talk more about Anakin than Padme in that situation. Oh well, yeah, I don't, I don't, just Anakin's just not really a good character in, this, in these movies. I just, I just wanted to know why that is. Because they know they know that they have to turn him to the dark side, and so they kind of have to transition him into the dark side. But yeah. I just do not think they did it that well. Like in this movie, he's just he's completely in the wrong. It's not like it's like the tragic backstory of Darth Vader, how he got tragically turned to the dark side. It's just. He's just a whiny kid who, <laughs> in episode three, just gets duped by a, just by a, um, I don't even know how to describe it, just by a, a, a trickster. A bully, a trickster. if you will. A bully? Well, no, I wouldn't say bully. But, like, no, when I, yeah, that was good what you said, but still, I'm, I'm just asking, why are you getting mad at, more mad at Anakin than Padme? Just wondering. Was Padme's a good character, at least. She's like, you know, <laughs> Anakin's just like... Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? You question my power. I'm more powerful than you. Like, he's just full of himself. I'm just like, Anakin. He's just... He's just... It's just not... Like... It's just not... It, it could have been the tragic backstory of Darth Vader. And Senate was just the whininess of Anakin. <laughs> it's just... It's kind of sad. I just didn't like that much. So, that's my thing. And then... So, that's one plot line. One. There's many. We have another one of Obi-Wan trying to figure out the quote-unquote mystery of a bounty hunter. So you have a, a romance with no chemistry. And then you have a mystery, which doesn't really have... It's, it's not a, really a mystery. I mean, it's it's not... I mean... Are you questioning me, Master Jedi? It's like... it's It's just... So he's trying to find out... So the whole thing with the clones is is a mystery, but they don't explain it until Clone Wars, the TV show that came out like five years later. What? So, um, yeah, it didn't even happen until like probably like 
eight years later until they actually explained it. So, yeah, a mystery, which the only part of it that's a mystery doesn't get solved. And then you yeah, and then, it's a lot of unanswered questions. In and this it's movie. like, and then you go into the whole thing. Oh, he's the bounty hunter and Django Fett. So it's it's kind of like it's it's like a mystery in there, except there's no twist reveal. <gasps> this is what happened? No way! It's not like it's not like that. It's just they kind of like leave you. Actually, at this point in time, they kind of leave you hanging on that. Yeah, they never answer that question. So it's it's kind of a mystery, but then he finds out who the bounty hunters, and then it's just going to Geonosis to. And we never explained why Sifo-Dyas did it in the first place. Yeah, it's like a quote-unquote mystery, but then the part of it that's actually a mystery, they don't explain. Like what? So a romance with no chemistry, one mystery that doesn't get solved. One other plot line. Yeah, and then no main plot line driving it forward. It's just two separate ones. No, and then there's another one about who's the Sith Lord. And that one never gets solved either. So you have one romance, no chemistry. One mystery doesn't get solved. Another mystery that doesn't get solved. The only thing good about this was the final battle and and the start of the clones. I love this. I love the final. That was good. Except except we and but except we don't really focus on the Clone War that much. We just go to Anakin and Obi Wan fighting Count Dooku and some of the not very good choreography. Where at one point Anakin and Count Dooku just start swinging lightsabers over their heads. Yeah, uh, they're just like holding them over the. Over they're just holding them over their heads and just swinging it around. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, they're like, and when Anakin like yelling at each other whether or not they should go back for Padme. Yeah. I'm like I mean, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Padme's fine. <laughs> yeah, Padme's fine. Um, and if you notice, Padme never misses a shot, and that's a reference to how Leia never misses a shot. Oh, that makes sense. That's, yeah, Padme almost never misses. That's a reference to Leia. Oh, that that that's sorry. That's where um, Leia gets such a good. That's where Leia gets her shots from. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So, I mean. Just all these different plot lines that don't really come together that well. And they don't have the pro another problem is that I think they needed they could have they needed a main plot line driving it forward. Instead yeah, we're Instead we're like broken up into all these other plot lines that aren't really the greatest. So it's kinda like they didn't really it's like they just came up with ideas. What if we had the romance between Anakin and Padme? And then and, and the next day Julius like, hey, well what if we have the the, the mystery of, of the clones? And then another like, okay. day, another day, he's like, "Oh, what if we? Oh, but then what if we also did the mystery of the Sith Lord in the then, se- controlling the Senate? Yeah, yeah." And then they're like, and then they're just like, "Okay, it's we'll just if, write them together into one big script." Yeah, it's almost as if they pitched those ideas to George Lucas, and George Lucas didn't say no to any of them. Yeah, and then they just did them all. And they're like, they're like, well, let's just do one big potluck of. All of my Star Wars ideas. And then someone's like, what about a main plot line driving it forward? It's like, nah, we, we don't need it. We'll be fine. And then the guy gets like, okay. Uh, yeah, so. That's my, that's <laughs> yeah. my thing with Phantom Menace. I just, I just, Phantom Menace? That's my thing with Attack of the Clones. Why do I keep saying Phantom Menace? Even earlier you said, atta- you said, um. Phantom Menace? You said, no, you said Attack of the Clones. Oh, I said that. mentioned the Sith earlier. Really? Yeah, you did. I didn't say anything. Oh, I said, uh, when <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, do you have any other complaints with Attack of the Clones? Mmm. No, I think that's it. That's your main. So, your main issue with the movie was just the romance with no chemistry. With no chemistry. 
that's my main problem. And then also the mystery that doesn't get solved and isn't really a mystery in the other mystery that they don't solve yet. I yes. can accept the third one, the third mystery of those. Sith Lord controlling is in it, because they don't explain that until the next one. Well, I specifically feel bad for um, both Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen just got totally ripped off. And then um, she, and then um, Natalie Portman got stuck with, um, I feel bad, I feel bad, she got stuck with these movies that did not go over well. Yeah, because she actually, I think she did a good job, but she just got put in a bad movie. I don't think it's bad, but yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely on the dark side. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, no, from most people's perspective, you'd be on the light side for not liking, well, actually, No, yeah. the dark side is in, I think it's bad. Yeah. And I'm on the light side, so I'm thinking it's good. Which I think I don't think there's any people out there who like this movie. I'm it's just, probably it's the just only one. weird. Sorry, I'm not, uh, it's it's just weird the whole thing with Anakin and Padme. But unlike oh, Guardians, but unlike Guardians two, would you ever want to watch this one again? No. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I'll watch it again. It, I I will definitely watch this one again. I'll watch this one many times. Because my problem with Guardians 2 is not like, it's not like I'm going to say, Ew, ew, grossness, it's too gross for me. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I accept that. And I would be fine with that. I still wouldn't like the movie, but I'd be fine with that if that's what the tone of the movie was. But you said you have all these other scenes that are light and silly while doing these incredibly dark things. So it's, it's uneven, and that's my main problem with that movie. This movie... They're not good plot lines. They're but at least they're plot lines. <laughs> they're not bad, or they are bad. They're not like terrible plot lines, but they all fit within Star. The the tone is remains consistent, and the movie is like cons. It's like yeah, it's consistent with these um, plot lines, and it's consistent on tone, and it all it it all goes together. It just doesn't go together incredibly well. So that's my thing with. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I just don't really like it that much. I like it. So yeah, I'm on the dark <laughs> side. Jake's on the light side. We're conflicted. I think um, this. I think finally this next movie. Oh no, it's next movie's Clone Wars, not Revenge of the Sith. Mm, should we do the Clone Wars movie? Yeah. Uh, okay. It did get a theatrical release, so. Yeah. Okay. So yes, come back next time for when we will talk about the Clone Wars movie, which I'm not really that excited for. Yeah, neither am I. But <clears throat> we will talk about it next time. So. I think, um, like I was going to say, this next movie and the one after, I think we finally will agree on this yeah. one. We finally will see eye to eye on it. Alright, so thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank, um, we're not, I almost said be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We're not on YouTube. Um, go watch Eli on Hollings Enterprises. Go watch me at GBA Studios, both of us on YouTube. Also watch both of us on the Minecraft Madness YouTube channel. We do some very interesting things. And also continue to listen to our podcast. Listen to Season 1 if you haven't. And then also keep listening to Season 2 because we'll keep coming out with stuff with this season. Um, well, not Season 2. Season 2 not out yet. Season 3, which is Star Wars this season. Um, I know that we're skipping, but that's for reasons. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And Peace out, Panthers.